Welcome to Inside Jokes. This is about the art of comedy. With Sandra Carusi. We get in the mind of the comic. On Global News Radio 640 Toronto. To the final show I hope you're wearing your best clothes You can't bribe the door On your way to the sky You look pretty good down here You love Italians, Russell. Me too. I remember you big said... Big fan. Yeah, big fan of... Big fan. Big fan of the... Uh, the Woodbridge. Yep, yeah. The Italian moms, they're always good. Yeah? Yeah, it's it? not. It's not the same as when we were kids. The Italian moms now are not the same as what like the the nonas now yeah. were not what these moms were. <laughs> it's almost like these nonas were always nonas. Yes. Even before they That's had kids. That's so true. They always had the bun. They had the look, right? Yeah. The helmet head yeah. and everything. But now the, hunch, the Italian, the the, the Doctor Scholl shoes, <laughs> the chavatas. <laughs> You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I think that is the smoothest I've ever said the name of this radio station the entire time. Uh, that voice and that laugh you heard um, is our own Sandra Carusi, who um, the creator of this show and uh, our beloved co-host uh, passed this week. Listeners of this show um, <clears throat> have been very aware with what's going on with what has been going on with Sandra. And one thing I want to make very clear uh, that's been important to me this whole time is we've all been talking today about how Sandra did not lose her battle to cancer because uh, <laughs> Sandra Carusi would have a big problem with phrasing it like that. Because mm -hmm. the fact is this show started four years ago when Sandra was first diagnosed and it was a way for her to sort of self-medicate with comedy in a way. Sandra was above all else a comedy fan and a comedy purist and a comedy lover and she wanted to surround herself with people who just made her laugh and people who fascinated her and I think she admired the fact that people could actually carve out a living out of saying stuff that you're not supposed to say and Sandra loved that. Sandra had no filter whatsoever. Uh I remember one time I was talking about Sandra on a podcast and I called her a hurricane, which to me was a compliment, Hurricane Carusi, because uh, Sandra would just blow into a room with this energy and this volatility and this fire and just punch the walls out. And she, you know, didn't matter how sick she got over the last couple of years that we were doing this show together nothing could hold Sandra back. So when I called her a hurricane, I meant that she had this energy that couldn't be stopped and Sandra phoned me up and she was pissed off she was livid she's like what do you call me that for she thought it made her sound volatile uh but it didn't she was a hurricane I'm still not going to take that back now uh and we have a panel of friends in studio with us today we're going to play some some of our favorite Sandra clips and talk about some of our favorite Sandra memories and before I introduce our panel I wanted to surround us with good friends of the show today uh, and some of Sandra's personal favorites to have on the show and to work with on stage and just some of her favorite people in comedy. Um, but really quick, I want to, I remember the day I met Sandra Carusi, which is 10 years ago now, this summer, uh, summer of 2008. And I, I took a job here at Chorus and I was 
a young writer just a couple of years in. And I remember my new boss at the time, my creative director, stopped me in the hall and he said, have you met Sandra Carusi yet? And I said, no. And he kind of laughed and he said, well, you're going to. And he said, she's the only person I've ever worked with in radio who will pick up the phone and tell a major client to go f- themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're phoning her back five minutes later to buy some more airtime because that was Sandra. She didn't, she didn't kowtow to anybody and she didn't pull any punches and she didn't censor herself. And she demanded that and respected that out of everybody around her. And so without further ado, I'm going to bring in our panel today. Very good friends of the show. I'm glad that we have them with us in studio today. We have Dave Martin joining us. Hey there. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> How yeah, you was... doing? Frank Spadone, of course. Hey, Dean. Thanks for having me, man. One of Sandra's favorites and maybe a relative. We still don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think we are related <laughs> You could be. And, of course, the beloved Fiona O'Brien joined Hi. us on the air today. So we're going to swap some some Sandra stories. Even maybe if there's stuff she, w- <laughs> she wouldn't have wanted us to talk about. <laughs> We can now, and you know it's. Oh. We can. We well, can. I don't know, man. No one, Sandra. She'll come and haunt you. I'm still. Yeah. I'm still scared yeah, of Sandra. Yeah, I yeah. think I will be for the rest of my life. <laughs> I both love and feared her. Yeah. Yeah. We at home, and like a door will suddenly automatically just yeah. slam shut. Yeah. Or a drink will get knocked over, and you'll be like, "Wait a minute." Well, actually, that wouldn't be very uh, Sandra-like to knock over a drink, but no, that's but, true. Yeah. But we're we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorite Sandra moments and some of our favorite Sandra memories today. All day, right here on Inside Jokes, in memory of Sandra Carusi, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Yeah. I'm Sandra Carusi. I'm a stand-up comic. I have a radio show called Inside Jokes. I like to get in the mind of the comic. Hi, this is Inside Jokes. I'm Jeremy Hotz. It's not my show. It's Cruiser's show, and it's on 640, which you know because you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There's nobody there. Uh, they say to you, uh, imagine if you're on stage and you're nervous, imagine people naked, right? Yeah. Sometimes in comedy, you have to imagine people, first of all. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Um, if you're just tuning in now, today is all about Sandra Carusi, our creator of this show, uh, the the host that I shared this mic with for the last few years of this show and and we were friends and colleagues and worked together and loved each other for a decade um you know and it's as Sandra's fight with cancer progressed and certainly all of our listeners are well aware of this Sandra was not shy about talking about it on the air you know towards the end there were a lot of times when Sandra wasn't able to be here anymore and I got very used to doing this show by myself I got very used to just coming in and hosting by myself because there was always that feeling and that assumption that, well, she'll be back next week. You know, Sandra will be back next week. And so today in studio, as we do these shows that Sandra so lovingly created and filled up this weekend of shows here on 640, there's a different feeling in the studio today because we know that, you know, Sandra won't be joining us on the air anymore, although we can feel her in the studio and you know, our job now and our responsibility and the best thing we could do for our friend is to keep these shows going and keep laughing and keep building on this work that Sandra did because this show especially was the love of her life. It was the love of her career. And this was, this for her was her ultimate love letter to comedy and and to Mm -hmm. radio. And we have some of Sandra's personal favorites in studio with us now. We have Dave Martin, Frank Spadone, and Fiona O'Brien. I wanted to get into some good Sandra stories. Frank, you actually did... Sandra always loved you, and oh, thanks. You I know, know, I loved her too, and she did admire <laughs> you. She did look up to you. 
Yeah, which is funny. Uh, she, I know she looked up and she would say things sometimes like, "Man, you've done so well." And, and when you're in a position, like, I, I, yeah, I know I've I've achieved some things. You never feel like you really achieve anything though, because it just becomes your norm, right? And, <laughs> right. And, and uh, but she she never knew how much we I like I admired her. Like you said, she when I met her. So it's funny. I meet I met her doing a show a fundraiser for a little boy who couldn't walk, Alessandro. Yeah in Woodbridge uh, and uh, and he needed treatments in the States and there's Sandra right there helping somebody else Me, and I just met her I didn't know then she, you know I, I find out she's dealing with her own health issues that's Sandra that's Sandra she's there helping people and I met her and next thing you know it it's like and I, I, I said it in, in my uh, Instagram feed and my in my social media that when my wife and I met her uh, uh, it's like we knew her our whole lives. She combined what she already knew in radio and in, in the media and found an avenue. And she was so passionate with it. And she gave us, I, we got to thank her. She, I mean, she created her own avenue, but she also created an avenue for like guys like us, like Dave and Fiona, who yeah. work so hard. And the problem in this country is we don't really have avenues. And, yeah. and, no. and, and this was a and not just playing our clips and, hey, this guy's funny, actually being here and getting inside the comics head and finding out why yeah, you yeah it was always special are. to come down here and not just feel like you had to be it wasn't like some other sort of shows you go on and they almost wanted you to sort of set up jokes of just like right you know hey so uh where have yeah. you where have, uh, been to any restaurants lately and then and then you have to go on to some prepared material that you have but it was a uh, it was just always nice to just uh, be able to come down here and just be yourself on the radio and often so much in this country there's not a lot of sort of avenues to promote yourself and so you could come on and you could uh, pr promote whatever album or show that you were doing, but then you can also just lean back and just sort of uh, be your casual self on the air. Well, that was the thing for sure. I mean, I, you know, Sandra was just fascinated by comics. Mm -hmm. And so the big thing about this show for her was why are these people the way they are? Yeah. And why are you saying the things that you're saying? <laughs> what do you mean by are? <laughs> no, because I was about to say comics, we could be a really weird bunch of create like there's yeah. something going on in our minds all the time and i think sandra knew about that because she yeah. had a little bit of it inside yeah. her i mean she had a lot of it inside her too <laughs> uh but i think she wanted people to know like yes. what like what was going on in our brains because she knew because she did it she loved the stand-up and she was getting more into it right so yeah yeah she was yeah it's, it, well, I and she always like sandra was always so fiercely defensive of Canadian comics and Canadian yeah. comedy. Like, why aren't they being recognized? Why isn't there being more being done in this country? You know, and the, her huge battle with funding, with getting the mm -hmm. Arts Council to recognize comedy. And you, there can be this feeling, you know, after you do comedy for enough years, there, there could be these frustrations sometimes where sometimes I'll sit back and I'll think, is what we're doing being noticed? Does any of this mm -hmm. matter? You know, am I just a kid sitting at the kitchen table with a pack of Crayolas, right? <laughs> yeah. And over the last couple of days... The sheer amount of people who have been reaching out and and talking about Sandra and how many people she actually reached and how many people yeah. were, knew all of the work she was doing blows me away. You know, I think if anything, to me, that was one of Sandra's biggest parting gifts is mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing because it actually does matter and there is a future to it. And she put literally all of her final energy into building that platform for us well there's a huge appreciation from other comics too when when uh 
when we lose someone who's provided such a like a a, a place for us to showcase ourselves as both uh, comics and, and people. And I think she kind of liked always having, uh, you know, I mean, when you put comics on the air, on a whether it's a live or pre-recorded radio, and it's sort of like having like three time bombs. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I think she kind of liked sort of like the, uh, I mean, we're all adults technically, but, you know, they're all, we're all like also like children that she didn't, I think she liked the idea that you never knew what was going to come out of our mouths. And she kind of sort of had to, there was always the possibility of her like sort of like, you know, taking some wooden stick and slapping us on the hands <laughs> yeah. and trying to keep us in line. So I think she kind of liked that mothering part of it too. Yeah. That's true. I, when we come back from the break, I want to get into uh, some of Sandra's final shows that, that she did. And of course, more Sandra Carusi stories right here. You're tuned in to Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Where's the hottest chicks in, in the world? I know you don't want to say it. But no, no. Say, yeah, I don't know where like they are. Mississauga, oh. almost like poor uh, credit. Wo- Woodbridge actually is pretty good. Woodbr- yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm not from, you know, you said I that- lived in Woodbridge for a long oh, time. Oh, that's right. You had the townhomes. I there. would go to Fortino's yeah. just to get a... I would, uh, <laughs> Deli section. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys, can, can I get some meat? I'm like, yeah, I'm right here. Um. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name is Todd Shapiro, and uh, it is an absolute pleasure to be involved with a lovely lady that, I'll tell you, used to destroy me in the day and taught me everything I knew. Sandra Carusi, we love her. She's on Inside Jokes right here on 640. There's but- no uh, visual visual jokes here on Inside Jokes. <laughs> no visual gags. That's no Inside Jokes either. Yeah. All the Inside Jokes are during the break where Sandra swears like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm offended. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it is Sandra Carusi Day. Uh, but really, hasn't it always been? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We're sitting here she in the, would say so. She would say so. We're sitting here in the house that Sandra built. Uh, if you're just tuning into the show, though, and if you are a regular listener, we hope so. Uh, Sandra did pass away this 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 last week uh, after her long battle with cancer. And we were talking on the air today about how none of us want to frame it as Sandra lost her fight with cancer. Sandra lost her fight uh, because she did not. Sandra was in this studio through some of the most uh, pain and anxiety and worries and giant question marks hanging over her that, you know, thinking back on it, I can't imagine summing up half of the strength and energy that Sandra did. I don't know where that came from, uh, and I don't know how she pulled it off, but I really hope that she gave each of us in this studio a little bit of that because... You know, just watching her get up on stage at night and come in and do this show in between rounds of chemo and radiation and, you know, whatever drugs they were pumping her full of, you know. She never stopped. She ne- uh, my last message from her was the start of July and she asked me to come and do a show, <laughs> a fundraiser. And this was only a couple of weeks ago and yeah. I was away in America and I couldn't do it. And she's like, oh, OK, baby girl, I'll get you on the next one. Like constantly thinking forward, booking, arranging stuff. Um, and I mean, and I met Sandra four years ago, around four years ago, and I feel very lucky to have met her and I only knew her a short time. But by God, she made an impact on me. Yeah. On everyone. And I met her, of course, she I, she had started following some of my comedy because I would talk about uh, life after divorce and being back on the dating scene and being <laughs> a mother. And so we had that connection. 
Um, and she contacted me and said, you know, I'd like to meet you and can you come on a show? And you were doing the shows in uh, the Brogue Inn. Yes. And yeah. So she was like, come and meet me. And of course, it was in an Irish pub. Of course. Of course. And uh, <laughs> so, so I felt right at home. Uh, and she came in and like you said, the hurricane, I she came in. This is my first time to meet her. And like the Tasmanian devil, like just whirlwind, looking fabulous, glamorous, fierce, nonstop talking. We met and we, like you're talking, a divorced Irish woman, a divorced Italian woman. Yeah. We just talked at each other for about 10 solid minutes. I can vouch for that. That is what you happened. Were there. Yeah. Oh my God. N- neither one of us listened to the other one, but we just kept talking. I was there, but I was barely a presence. Yeah. It didn't matter that you were there. That's right. <laughs> but it- we never stopped talking and we just got on like a house on fire and we had so much in common. And I said to her, I said, who's this, uh, who's this friend who's the person that has the cancer that you're driving to appointments all the time and she laughed and she was like it's me and I was like what I said you look effing amazing yeah 10 years I've worked with Sandra and 10 years we've had this you know strange friendship that's sort of carried us to different cities and in different jobs and stuff but over these last few years doing this show together and especially with you know the more her health condition changed and the more situations that came up getting to know actually Sandra's family uh it made a lot more sense to me why she was the way she was why she was where she came from because these people like i would not you know don't mess with the carusies i'm telling you tough family especially if palma's listening i don't know they i'm scared of all them but i've never seen so much love and strength too in in a room and and that's I guess that's where it came from. I mean, even though Sandra is one of a kind, there is no two Sandra Carusis on this planet. Uh, it makes sense with the kind of circle of people she had around yeah. her, especially at the end. That, 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 that sounds like a uh, an episode of The Sopranos. Don't mess with it the Carusis. Felt like yeah. It felt like yeah. yeah. You know, I was saying earlier when I went to, you know, the last couple of days uh, and Vince Tedesco, who is a producer of this show, uh, is in this room with us. Sandra's last couple of days at home Vince and I got to go and see her and we were blessed to have it was it was the last time Sandra was really lucid and she was sitting up and she was joking and mm-hmm. talking um and it felt like to me it felt like that scene in Goodfellas where she's talking Lorraine Bracco's talking about going to the wedding and it's just all these hundreds of Italian people that's just swarming her and food and money mm-hmm. that was Sandra's house yeah. yeah you know even with somebody who's you know on their deathbed really you're just surrounded by this swarm of people and this energy that just wouldn't stop. Oh, that's the way it is, Dean. You know, no matter you get married, you're you're sick, you're you know, Vince, you were there. Probably seemed normal to you, eh, Vince? The Italian culture and the way we deal with our grievances usually revolves around food. <laughs> usually revolves around alcohol. Yeah, it's a lot all of us being loud. You're right. Hey, yeah. it's uh, man, someone got divorced. Hey, let's go eat. Hey, it's <laughs> you know Christmas. What? Let's go eat. Yeah. And it was nice sick. for me. Let's it was. I was a, felt like an adopted son because yeah. you know. Finnish people, what we do is you just silently take it. That's what you oh, do. And, and Italians love giving to yeah. them. Look, and they go, hey, take, you don't have this at your house. And they and then they're all saying, look at this guy. Look how much he's eating. She was. Eat like yeah. this again. She was trying to give me uh, pizzelli or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On that, that was her big thing. The last, the well, last thing she was eating. Well, it's funny. that When I first did the show here with Sandra, when I first met her, after that that fundraiser we did, you know, I come to the show, and, uh, and the first thing she has, she pulls out a thermos, and she's got espresso in it and I take a swig and there's some Sambuca in there so yeah. I, it was a great show the first one yeah. well sure. and uh, one thing that's typical of Sandra was you know every week we would come into this studio and and she wasn't around for the last little while she wasn't around for the last few months 
But when Sandra's situation would change and some new treatment would come up or some new development would happen, didn't matter how sick she got or what she was personally feeling, she wouldn't let that show. She would worry about everybody else. Yeah. yeah. You know, so for, for sure. me, I I did this show with Sandra during some pretty interesting times in my own life and some pretty rocky periods. But for Sandra, it was more important to always check in on me and check mm-hmm. in on everybody else yeah. and make yeah. sure we were okay. Yeah. You know, she'd be like, never mind the tumor. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Are you dating? The maternal side. It was unbelievable. Uh, You know, and two of the last things she she even said to me was, are you banging anyone? (laughs) Are you dating anyone yet? And are you eating? And are you eating? Yeah. (laughs) And I had to to disappoint her on both levels and be like, no, and no, not really. So uh, we're going to come back with some more some more of our favorite Sandra moments and some more stories about Sandra Cruzy right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I mean, you're, you're seeing organic brilliance right in front of you, and it's, it's really terrific. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Comedy is a real art form. Yeah, baby. How's that? You heard it here. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Uh, we are talking all day today about uh, our... Our creator, our host, uh, and our dear friend, Sandra Carusi. We have some of Sandra's favorite people in the studio with us now. Uh, we have Jules and Vince on the board with us. We're just surrounding ourselves with some of Sandra's favorites and uh, swapping some Sandra stories. Maybe even some stuff that uh, she would have told us to keep quiet about. Oh, man. <laughs> we have a lot there of were, those uh, keep quiet kind yeah. of There's stories. There's almost yeah. more of those stories yeah. than the other ones. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny, to th- and we were talking in the break about uh, Just for Laughs, and that was always one of Sandra's favorite places to go, uh, you know, to just go and mingle and pump this show around. And just, again, as somebody who was just a hardcore, borderline obsessive fan mm-hmm. of comedy, that was that was paradise for Sandra. That was her favorite time and place every year. Uh, and I wonder how many people in comedy in Canada and the U.S. actually are aware that they've technically been guests on this show <laughs> because Sandra, <laughs> yeah. w- w- she would just perch herself at the Hyatt Bar mm-hmm. in Montreal, which was the, the epicenter of everything, and she'd have her phone there and she would just have the Facebook Lives queued up and ready to go. So whoever happened to come by that bar, it was like the spider caught another fly. She yeah. would just <laughs> she would put them on the show. Well, yeah, perfect opportunity. No waivers needed. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, you couldn't say no to her. No, oh, no, you, you can't say no. no. No, but that was funny because that's like I, you know, being 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 at Just for Laughs. That's where you catch the the comics, you know, after the show, and you could catch some interesting yeah. stuff because they're you know usually on a high. The shows are over like I mean high of the show, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. But probably yeah. other stuff in a bottle. too. Yeah, you're yeah. catching all that after show. You know, emotion and how people feel, and maybe the odd person who didn't like their set that night, but for, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. You mean sometimes comics don't like the set that yeah. they just did? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that ha- that's what, you know, and that's what was great about this show because, you know, that probably happens. We're so critical, like, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, yeah. We oh, can yeah. have a great show, and people are coming up to you after the show, shaking your hand, yeah. and you're like, thank you. And in your head, you're like, man, but I screwed up, or I yeah. didn't like the timing on that joke, or I said this wrong. And that's what was. And I think Sandra understood that, and that was great. That's what's great about this show that Sandra that we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. and that's what we always, you know, we always kind of wanted people to be in the green room. Yeah, with well, comics. Yeah, it always know? it always seemed like she was also learning about comedy through talking about two totally. other comics. It is. Because, uh, you know, we would always, she always was always very interested in, like, uh, you know, how we dealt with hecklers and if we had a bad set or if we, you know, what do you do when you're bombing on stage? And so it was an, always nice to come in and, 
and just have like a conversation with someone who was so, you know, just like she was absorbing this mm -hmm. new information to her yeah. as well. And then, you know, and three people on that we can always trade stories back and forth with. It's, For sure. Yeah. And that was always one of the, I mean, and then she would be surprised sometimes when she would hear something about how comics don't always, you know, <laughs> like their sets. Or yeah. she was always like, really? You guys don't like that? It was like, because yeah. we always have a bit of an idea of how we want the show to go in our head. Yeah. And then even when you, we meet someone afterwards who was like, oh, that was really great. There's always a part of us that want to be, yeah, but you know what? And the, the show in my head went like this. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I want. And so it's sort of like we, you know, you, you try to just, uh, you know, say, oh, thank you very much for enjoying the show, and well, not what, and not launch into a, oh yeah, but I wanted to do this and this yeah. and this. Yeah, and that's even though you said had no was idea. Kind of, of mission statement was to, yeah. for this show to be about comics for comics. Yeah. yeah, as long as you were a stand-up comedy and can learn from this and can take from this. Yeah. Um, that's all she wanted to kind of break through. She wanted to break those walls down. And, and it was so generous yeah. too. Yeah. And she was, she was so fascinated by the inner workings of that. And you know, it's funny because Sandra and I sort of. Comedy was another thing that brought us together. We worked together because of radio. And then when I was getting into stand-up, Sandra reached out to me because she was fascinated by this stuff, you know, and she had done comedy 15 years before that or whatever. And so she always wanted to know, well, what's it like now? Who's yeah. out there? What's happening? What are those mics like? You know, because I was out there in the trenches. Mm -hmm. And Sandra would always, she loved everything about it. She loved even the gossip. She loved yeah. the, <laughs> what's this person fighting with this person about? <laughs> to me, working in comedy, that's stuff that I would avoid because you'll go crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're paying attention to that stuff. I kind of look at it as like you keep your head down and just focus on what you're doing. That's right, yeah. Focus on yourself. But there is so much stuff out there. There is so much stuff. And she wanted all of that. She wanted people to come into this studio and just like, okay, let's cut the bullshit. You yeah, know, we're the not TMZ just here to plug. Yeah. That's what she wanted. Just come in here and say what you want, say what you feel. If you think your career is in a slot, talk about that. Yeah, you know, it didn't matter. There were no, there was nothing that was sort of off limits, and there was nothing that people should be shy about in here. But and I think you guys are, and even Dave touched on. It, she was such a fan that she actually asked questions that fans of comedy would probably want to ask. And, yeah, and and yeah. and that's what also made it great. Like other comedians hearing other comedians, but also the fans. Hearing certain things that, I mean, you normally just hear what we want to uh, talk about on stage that we're comfortable with. Sometimes we come here and we start, you know, I mean, obviously we can always choose what to talk about here, but we, yeah. Yeah. there's times we, there's stuff we don't want to talk about and man, Sandra <laughs> pulled it out. <laughs> yeah, she got us. Yeah. And, 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 and like going back to the Just for Laughs thing, just catching someone, you know, at the schmoozing uh, parties at Just for Laughs, she can really catch some interesting stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah. It was also, she was also very good at like, uh, you know, making people feel very relaxed too. And then yes. so you would let your guard down. And there was often times in studio where, um, where you would sort of have to sort of remind yourself that you were on the radio yeah because yeah. she could always she, she just made, made you feel very comfortable and you felt you, like the mic was off kind of yeah you know? and you were always sort of like oh oh holy did i just say that you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i want to come back actually with some more of that uh we're, we're we're getting behind the scenes now not just on comedy but about sandra carusi uh we'll be right back right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto because I can be myself now. Yes. You could not be yourself yes. if you were, like, you could not be an openly gay comedian no. in the 80s or no even way. the 90s. It's just not possible. And Buddy Cole was in many ways my uh, my voice. Hideout, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I, I, you know, I, I had to hide behind him because I yeah. could not be what yeah. I'm doing today. The world had not made that jump. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. You gotta come out to the show. And I went, and it literally changed my life uh, uh, from there. Because, because was, you were given the opportunity. And, and yes. so that's what you, Kenny, you're referring to uh, uh, with JFL. 
Yes. Yes. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, and today is Sandra Carusi Day. But I think every day from now on is, is <laughs> yeah. going to be yes. Sandra Carusi Day, uh, our creator of this show. And... Uh, our beloved host uh, has passed away this week, so we're sort of sh- sharing our favorite Sandra memories and Sandra stories and taking off the filters. We're doing uncensored Sandra stuff today. <laughs> uh, and we were talking a little bit about Sandra on stage as well because she wasn't just a comedy fan. Uh, she also loved being up there. She loved being in front of an audience and being in that spotlight. Uh, and she would workshop stuff off of us, right? She would oh, bounce yeah. stuff off of her friends, and she would worry sometimes about... Uh, how am I going to do this gig? How am I going to talk about this? Cancer especially. She was always yeah. trying to wrap her head around, how do I talk about cancer on stage? Mm-hmm. And I loved it when she did because that's how she was on the air as well. You know, the whole point, and for her, comedy was a healing thing. That's the whole reason this show even exists to this day. Absolutely, yeah. You know, is you have to talk about this stuff and and make light of it and make bring other people into that yeah. world. That's right, the know? comedy tragedy thing, yeah. right? It is really true. Like a lot of stuff we talk about, right, mm-hmm. are things that piss through. us off yeah. or yeah. made us sad in the past. And then you got to find a way. It's that's the inspiring yes. stuff, and then and it's funny because if you could laugh at the things that bug you or that. Yeah caused you a bit of pain then you've healed you know like yeah. in, in some way and yeah, i, and, it, yeah. I no, just say if, if, if you can make something painful that you went through relatable to other people yeah. then exactly it also does sort of uh it also people get this sort of feeling like oh i'm not the only one that's ever felt that i'm not that's the right. only one out in the world that has uh, gone through these same emotions and then i mean that's it's both the same thing with uh tragedy and in comedy as well because i know that like some of my best times watching other comedians is when someone says something on stage and you actually go like, oh, I thought that I was the only one that noticed that or I yeah. was the, the only yeah. one that felt that way or I thought my parents were the only ones that, uh, you know, yelled at me and said something like that to me and then made mm-hmm. me feel like this and that and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like when you can make you, your own experiences relatable, whether they're good or bad, that's always such a great thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was Sandra. Like, um, I've known Sandra now for over 15 years and when... We met in Second City. She was like, the word free spirit doesn't even, she doesn't even do that term justice. No. Um, but when she started this as a little podcast called The Art of Comedy, um, we would go in as a cancer survivor myself and riff jokes back and forth off each other. Like, yeah. do you think this is funny? Do you think this is, oh my God. And there were cancer <laughs> jokes. And only her and I were laughing and everybody else was just horrifying listening to us yeah. on the air. We're just like, what the hell are you two talking about? Like, yeah, but we get it. It's funny yeah. to us because we both lived it. And mm-hmm. and that was her. And then she would just go off on a t- Like that fundraiser Frank Spadone was at and what I was talking about earlier. She had a solid five minutes. Nailed, bulletproof. And she's like, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to wing it. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean you're going to wing it? You can't wing it. <laughs> yeah. No. What do you mean? No, we have a solid five minutes. We just rehearsed everything in the hall. We met yeah. the yeah. This is great. We're having a great night. You're not going to go on stage and wing it. Yeah. What are you doing? She's not going to wing it. And that's when Sandra became Sandra yeah. because she talked to the audience. She'd get up there. The radio side kicked in where you just have a couple points and then you just bleh, and she yeah. talked. Yeah. And Dean, you said it. That was her at her best. Once she c- connected, then yeah. then yeah. and. Stuff just, I would say stuff, whatever. Yeah. You could fly out of her mouth. She would stop worrying about what was in the back of her mind. That's right. I mean, it was raw and it was honest and that's how she connected with people. And she would go up on stage with her cards. As I said earlier, she would have all these cards with all her notes and they'd be all tied together with a rubber band and she'd be 
going on with the card and never use them and just talk and talk and talk and not even look at the cards once. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But that's a lot. You know, that's the comic, uh, the security blanket yeah. thing. We all yeah. have our thing. Yeah. I, I know she probably guys, got three new minutes out of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she probably did. And hopefully, you know, she remembered. And that's all of us, right? Yeah. It probably would have took yeah. too long for her to take that rubber band yeah, off anyway. She, used, she just used the cards as a fan to that's keep it. herself cool. Well, and it even became it. funny sometimes, you know, bringing people into this studio because we were such... We just felt like this beautiful tra- train wreck together. Yeah. yeah, it's like one she's got cancer. I'm like having a full blown meltdown and therapy and all this stuff. So it's like you'd have we'd ping pong back and forth each week between like, well, who's doing this week and who's had more tragedies this week? That's true. You know, and we'd sort of I'd have to like prep the guests. Like, oh, Sandra's doped out of her mind <laughs> yeah. this week. Yeah. Or well, I'm Dean, there were times when I would morning. prep notes and you would prep notes and we'd come in and everything was done for her and she'd be like, Nah, screw it. That's yeah. 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 What? What do you mean? You yeah. bring While she's eating this. the sandwich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On air. No, let's go. Hey. Feed the espressos with Sambuca in it. Here you yeah, go. There Frank, we go. you got enough stuff? It's a picnic. It, you it's... would. You'd bring her into this like <laughs> madhouse that she created. You that know? was inside joke, baby. But well, that, yeah, but this, is, but is this, this is, but that's, but that it's like therapy here, really. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? For us too, yeah. as the comics. And I mean, and I know that's what stand up was for Sandra. And I, and uh, right. I don't know if I've said this already, but. She really wanted, when I first met Sandra and she, she found out me and my buddy Angelo Tsarukas were doing a show, she really wanted to come and, and, you know, she said, Frank, I've never, I've never done like a theater type thing. And I said, okay, you know what? I asked, I had to ask Ange, but I had already decided in my mind. And I said, Ange, you know, and he said, yeah, all, all the way. Right. And, uh, I remember telling Sandra, Hey, uh, get your. 20 minutes ready and she was like really oh my god and then she immediately started getting a little nervous and and trying to get the notes ready and everything she went out there she had and she was nervous like anybody but but when she she killed it and the feeling she got and uh, the euphoric feeling that she got i still remember the look on her face and and she thanked me a bunch of times after you don't know what that did for me you don't know what that did for me and it wasn't that i did anything I mean, but if I did, I'm grateful that yeah. I did. It was an opportunity. It was. Uh, honestly, yeah. yeah, and and uh, but I guess this is what people don't don't know, and I know we got to wrap up this uh, this portion, but it, people don't know as much as you know, uh, comedy uh, is like medicine to the audience. It is so much medicine to us comics. Oh, yeah. Totally. That when we're yeah. making people feel good, there's no other. Like I'm getting goosebumps talking yeah. about mm-hmm. this right now. There's no feeling, and I know Sandra felt that that yeah. night. Yeah. Like Sandra had one of those moments where she didn't, she was just feeling awesome. Yeah, yeah. no sick. There was nothing there. Yeah, could ever do for absolutely. Anybody. Yeah, and and we are so lucky that she created this for all of us and this avenue and this opportunity and. And that's what kept her going. I yeah. mean, I think without comedy and without mm-hmm. this show, gave her a sense of purpose outside of being a mother and outside yeah. of you know being being a friend and a support system for all of us, even though she probably needed it more than we do, but she would never let you know that. Mm-hmm. This show kept gave her a goal every week and gave her, you know, something purpose. to love yeah. and something to clench on to. Well, right. I, and I was, well, I was on her last show yeah, um, about a month ago, not not knowing. We'll talk about it on the next one. So yeah, okay. We'll, come right. yeah, all right. we'll, we'll be right back on. with more Sandra right here on Inside Jokes. Yeah. I always like when the mic's off because this is where I get all my yummies. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> 
Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, today we have a big panel of friends of the show uh, here in the house that Sandra Carusi built. And we're just swapping our favorite uh, Sandra stories on and off the air, on and off stage, behind the scenes, in hotel rooms. Yeah, behind the doors of, yeah, Sandra had, uh, man, she... uh... She had a VIP ticket. She had the yep. VIP. She had backstage I, yeah. pass. You know, and she comics personal microphone. Sandra, <laughs> like there was nothing. There was nothing Sandra wouldn't talk about, and nothing she would censor out. And that's kind of how she lived her life too. I mean, especially in the last, she lived decades in this past year of her oh, life because yeah, she refused to do anything else. I mean, and and um, I, I was lucky enough to be on the last show. Well. Not that it's lucky that it was her last show, but I did the last show where there was me and John Paul. And uh, I'm telling you, she she still said, look, my family doesn't want, you know, they're thinking maybe I shouldn't come. Yeah. And my advice to her was, if you feel good enough just to be there and you can stand up and just speak, because mm-hmm. I know what that does for you. And she's like, you're right. I go, but it's up to you and I don't want to put you in any kind of, you know, I want to mm-hmm. keep your health at its best. Yeah. But yeah. But I know what stand-up does for you. And I want to see you. And I hadn't seen her in a while. She came. She did such a kick job with what she can do. And I know she wasn't 100%. Mm-hmm. But there's Sandra with that with that twinkle in her eye. Yeah. Still being Sandra. Talking about whatever the heck. She not giving a crap about what anybody's thinking. And just she, she was there. And, I you know, she was, again, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know anything's wrong with her when she was on stage. So... Man, it's just it gives me chills because you don't you don't know you don't know as yeah. much as you know people are sick you just don't know so you man well that was kind of her attitude the whole life very yeah. like no crap attitude just how much of it came out when I first met her no crap attitude yeah. in the second yeah. city class yeah and she was like come on don't tell me to do what I'm not gonna do I, I know yeah. I, but she had it's funny because us comics. We'll find any excuse. I don't want to do that. Right. I'm tired. Right uh, it's snowing. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's going through what she's going through. Uh, I'm there. You know. Yeah. Well, I, it's funny that um, uh, you know CNN has that documentary series, the uh, history of comedy, yeah. and I think mm-hmm. two weeks ago they had the episode where it was gone too soon, yep. where mm. I just talked about this long, huge list of com- comedians that yeah. you know, uh, and, and I know that's such a it's a bit of a cliche thing to say gone too soon, but. I mean, the thing was that, like, Sandra was still contributing. She was still, you know, uh, making, you know, entertaining radio and still giving us a, a place to come on and showcase ourselves and a place to showcase herself. And, uh, I mean, as and it, the, the whole documentary brought up so many great names like Joan Rivers and Patrice O'Neill and Mitch Hedberg. And, the, and as tragic as it is when you lose someone, it also is this sort of other side of it where it brings so many people together to also, you know, remember what good things they also contributed. So it's like mm-hmm. you lose someone, but also at the same time, it, it brings so many people together to remember them, uh, their their good name and, and how much uh, joy they also brought. Well, and I, that, last, that last day when we went out to her house and Vince and I were fortunate to, you know, to get... The, to get Sandra on a day when she was talking and she was laughing and she was joking around and she was very much present. And she even said on that last day, she just kind of looked over at one moment and she said, I'm going to get better, you know. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, she knew what the case was. Yeah. We, everybody knew. But that wasn't for her own benefit. That was for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, Sandra yeah. just didn't didn't want you to give up and she wanted you to carry on with all of these things that she did. 
And no matter how close you got to Sandra, if she didn't feel like letting you see what she was going through because she didn't want you to worry, because she didn't want you to be saddened, she didn't want you to feel like ever, she wouldn't. She would just focus it on you, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was one of the last things was, are you good? Are you, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. And I think that's how she, she was that, again, therapy for herself. It was. Helping other people made her feel better. And I was also not burdening other people because you also worry about that too. She was. She was the, you know, the Italian mother right to to the end. She was. She was an Italian mother for me and and she was an Italian mother at home. You know, it was just that maternal thing in her. She had that. And now for this week's Comedy Rx featuring Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Her idea of a girl's night out is soft pants and no brat the Mandarin. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not even joking. I can't make this up. For 20 years, we've had this girl's night out. We go to the Mandarin, right? Now it started when we were in our 20s, right? Cheap oh, and cheerful. Wow. And in those days, when you eat the Mandarin, it doesn't stick to your body. She wants to keep tradition. She still wants to go to the Mandarin. But now we pack on 10 pounds, one sitting. Menopause a woman, you don't lose it, right? Well, along the way, I'm out of breath. This is so good. Most exercise I've had in weeks. I got my menopausal right here. Just so yeah, I'm pretty well done. Imagine being in the sack with this thing. Okay, so here's the thing. Along the 20 years, I got divorced, okay? Yeah, which means I started having sex again. So if I had to leave the house and get out of my soft pants, what my married friends don't understand is that I better have a high probability of getting Okay? And Mandarin ain't gonna cut it. You, me, the waiter, his name was you, me, she said. And the thing with married friends with single people, they think you want to everything. Which they're pretty close to being right. <laughs> what a disaster. What's happening? Are we okay? <laughs> oh my God, I love you guys. Okay, well, let's, what should we do here these last three minutes together? Producer Julia here. I just wanted to say a few words. I remember when Techie Tom, the former producer of your shows, uh, before I took over, explained the reasoning behind the whole Comedy Rx segments of Inside Jokes, and it blew my mind. Comedy as medicine, which is what you used to cope with. And I feel personally extended your life, laughing and giving comics a chance to themselves. I wish I could have explained how much of a mentor you were to me, a strong, powerful woman in radio and full of ideas. You had a way of making me feel okay with being myself, and I genuinely love working on your shows. And I personally know you are cracking everyone up in the clouds right now. I want to thank our guests who have joined us in studio today, Dave Martin, Frank Spadone, Fiona O'Brien, and of course, Vincent Jules helping us run the show. Uh, All people who Sandra loved and worked with closely and loved dearly in studio today. And uh, Cruiser, if you are uh, listening, um, you are a hurricane. I'm not going to apologize for that. (laughs) To this day, I will not. Um, We just want you to know that, uh, you know, things are going to carry on exactly as you wanted. Uh, We would never accept any different because we know you wouldn't either. And thank you.